The other day I asked my husband a question and he responded with, babe, just do you. And that really stuck with me because how many times in life, especially as women, are we more worried about what everyone else thinks of us, of what we're dressing like, how we do our hair, like whatever it is, we're more worried about other people than what we think of ourselves. And so this podcast is going to be all about just doing you. I am ready. I'm tired. <laughs> That's not how we start a podcast. We start out lively and with energy, baby. Okay, let me tell you something. There's a difference between you and I right now. What? You have had coffee. I have not. Uh-oh. <laughs> I did have coffee with milk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we woke up this morning and found out we had no creamer. Nasty. Yeah, I don't. I can't handle black coffee. <laughs> That's just disgusting. Um, disgusting. So I'm like struggling. I'm like super blah. Yeah. So you got to pick me up out of this. Um, Want to start over? <laughs> <laughs> no. We'll just go on. Okay. Okay, so I did a live this morning on Instagram, and I wanted to do a podcast with you about it. Okay. Because I can't wait to hear your point of view. Okay. So I had a conversation with somebody the other day, and it was about a situation that they were made aware of. So they have kids, and the kids, mm -hmm. it was their father's birthday. Okay, it was the kids, and it was their father's birthday. Yeah, okay. so mom and dad are divorced. Oh, gotcha. So it's their dad's birthday, and they forgot. Mm -hmm. They totally forgot. Uh-huh. So, and their kids, like, hello. So the next day... For me, if it wasn't for, like, Facebook, I would be in trouble. Yeah. Like, Facebook is my friend. I know. It tells you when... It will remind you of anniversaries. It'll mm -hmm. remind you of your friends and your family's birthdays. Like... Yeah. Whoever thought of that was genius. Like, yeah, I hope they're making it millions. It was probably a man. A man thought of that. Probably. Because, like, we're not going to forget these things anymore. Let's have our social media app remind us. They must have forgot <laughs> one too many times. Um, anyways, uh, so the next morning, they get a nasty, nasty text from the mo the stepmom. Uh -huh. Just saying how disgraceful they are for forgetting and how they're ungrateful and just all, all these really mean things. Mm -hmm. And like it broke the kids' hearts. Right. Because they were like, we didn't mean to forget, you know. And growing up, and I'm sure you've seen this with my dad, um, anytime it comes to an anniversary, birthday, um. I think that's about it. Anniversary <laughs> birthdays. Um, my dad will text all of us. Uh-huh. Hey, it's your sister's birthday. It's your mom's birthday. It's our anniversary. Don't forget to call them. Right. I love that because I don't always remember. Right. And so it's little things like that where like he's setting us all up for success. Mm -hmm. Because when you I mean, so as I'm talking to this person, it's like, why didn't the stepmom just Shoot them a text, say, hey, don't forget. It's your father's birthday. Don't forget yeah. to call him. Well, especially for children. Like, yeah. Or, and especially if you know that your husband, right? So, oh, here I am. I'm putting myself in the woman's shoes. Hey. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I know that my husband would be severely let down if his kids by chance forgot, right? 
Yeah. And then I would think of myself, what is the plausibility of them forgetting? Is it pretty high or is it pretty low? Yeah. And then I would think, well, I really don't want my husband to feel like this. And the probability of them forgetting is pretty high because they're teenagers. <laughs> right. Okay. Then I would make the little text yeah. behind my husband's back. Yes. Right. So uh, this is just, uh, I'm just saying what I would do. Yeah. And uh, that I have done. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. You don't like, want anyone to feel let down. So why, uh, here for me, it's like this. So why would you want your, your, um, your significant other to feel this pain when it could be easily avoided just by encouraging, reminding, yeah, and and so forth. Yeah, like okay. So yesterday, uh, I guess this is launching tomorrow. So two days ago was Father's Day, and we're sitting at the table, and I'm like, I don't want the kids to forget. So we have mm-hmm. five kids; they're all different. I only texted four of them uh-huh. because Jaden is going to remember. Yeah, she remembers everything, mm-hmm. so I don't have to remind her because mm-hmm. I know she's good at that. Yeah, the other four. They're not so good at remembering. So I just shot him a qu- quick text. Don't forget to tell Tim Happy Father's yeah. Day. When I was a kid, every day was the same, unless it was Christmas or yes. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like every day is kind of the same. It, 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 we don't wake up and go, oh, it's my mom's birthday. Like we could probably yeah. go throughout half the day unless somebody kind of gives a little clue around, mm-hmm. gives us a little clue. Uh, we're clueless. Yeah. And so being an adult, knowing that scenario. So I think in this scenario, you're kind of setting your kids up for failure. Yeah. In a sense. And you're bringing uh, a situation on that doesn't need. Why, why, why would you want these hurt feelings, this this, this friction, this, you know, weird yeah. stuff to go on when it can be easily avoided? Yeah. And, you know, after I talked, um, I had this conversation, you and I were on a walk and we actually were talking about this. It's like, why wouldn't you set your kids up for success and instead setting them up for failure? Um, there's another direction I kind of want to go with this conversation. It's, it's kind of like, hold on, let me, let me, why I got this thought because it probably yeah, oh, it's going to disappear. So setting your kids up for success, setting your kids up for failure. It's these two scenarios, and, and it could go like this, like, let's say cookies, for example, right? The cookies are gone out of the cupboard. You find the wrapper in your son's room from the cookies. Okay. Why are we going to ask who ate the cookies? We right? Know, we know who ate the cookies, right? Yeah. But we play these little games and these emotional things. We set them up to lie to us. Yeah. And then we get them mad at, we get mad at them for doing so. Yeah. When we could have faced this conversation a whole different way. The cookies are gone out of the cupboard. The wrapper is in your room. I know you ate them. Yeah. Boom. Problem solved. Yeah. You know, set, set them up for lying. Set yeah. Them up for failure. You just sit there and now you're having a conversation. Why did you do this? Just ask me. It would have been no big deal, you know? Yeah. Or whatever. Like, but if you go down that route, that route of like, have you... St- seen the cookies did you see anyone eat it then they'll be like no i i don't think no, so no. and then like the more you play on it the more yeah. lies they're telling yeah the more lies so more you're now up. and then you get even madder at them yeah 
And now all of a sudden they're, they're punished for lying and they're punished for eating the cookies. It's like, yeah, all this could be <laughs> been avoided just by maturity facing yeah. the situation and a, a just a straight and narrow fashion without setting the kids up for failure. So, yeah, exactly. And that's actually the other one of the routes I wanted to take with this is is pretty much that exact same example. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, why would you go down that? I mean, that's just a rabbit hole. You could sit there and lie for days on this stupid cookie. Right. And lie after lie after lie. And you're feeding this. And it's like, how old are you? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, grow the F up, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's so much easier just to say, hey, I found this in your room. What's up? Mm-hmm. And have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think that takes a level of maturity that I don't, people don't always have. I don't know if, it, if it's like we, we, um, we like the drama maybe. Um, you know, I, I would guess that like people like to catch people in lies. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That, that's like a really good thought because maybe it is the people who like the drama, um, do that because like for me and you, we never do that to our kids. You know, we're never like, where'd the cookies go? Do you know who ate it? Like we never yeah, do set that. them up to lie to us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's always like, Hey, this was in your room. Stay out next time. Or, hey, just ask me. I totally don't care, but just ask me. Mm -hmm. That's how we approach it. But we're also the kind of people who despise drama. We hate it. Mm -hmm. And so we're not going to take that path. Yeah. So. Okay, go ahead. No, I was just going to say what other ways to you kind of set up for failure. I mean, those are like, you know, awesome examples and. Um, my goodness, there are so many different ways. Like, did you do your homework? Do you have homework? Yeah. Well, what would uh, you ask them if you know well, they didn't do it? First of all, yeah. it's like, you know, we do the certain thing. It's like we ask questions like and, and, and set them up to give excuses and lies when sometimes we know good and well they didn't do their homework. Yeah. We know good and well. We've seen them. We watch them. They didn't yeah. do their homework. So asking these questions to provoke excuses and lies and stuff. Yeah. That's well, a, that's a, yeah, and it's a waste of your time. It's like if you're going to spend 30 minutes trying to get them to admit that they ate the cookie or that they didn't do the homework, what else could you have been doing with that child? Mm-hmm. You could have got into a deep conversation. You could have went and played a game outside. Like there's so many other things you could have done with that time. Mm-hmm. Could have been that's a five-minute conversation. Yeah. So, so my other issue with this conversation that I had with this person um, the other day about the kids and forgetting to tell the father happy birthday. This is a mama bear coming out mm-hmm. because I don't know. Well, most women would have mama bear come out in this moment when somebody is telling her children. Chastising that, your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Verbally. Yeah. <clears throat> verbally. And it's not even just like yelling at them. It's like, you're disgraceful. You're ungrateful. How dare you guys? Like, I don't even talk to our kids that way. Yeah. Like, I would never be like, you guys are disgraceful. Right. I would be like, okay, what's going on or whatever and try and have that conversation. But I would never tell them they're disgraceful, they're ungrateful. Like, I just wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And so why would the stepmom? Yeah. 
Well, I would uh, uh, would say the same thing to her. Mm-hmm. Like the same thing she's saying, you know, why are you being disgraceful? Why are you being dis- distasteful? You know, good well that they're they're teenagers and have to forget. Yeah. So why would you, you know, allow your husband to to be subject to that? And and not only that, but uh, um, using shaming words and this, that, and the other yeah. thing on children. Um, I think that person has a lot of work to do themselves. Oh, totally. You know, because it's like Jaden is my quote unquote stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. I don't look at her that way, and I don't know if it's because she lives with us, but I wouldn't talk to her that way, and she's technically a stepchild. I wouldn't talk to my biological kids that way. Like, so who are you? Yeah. You know? So, like, I'm in this conversation, and I'm like, my mama bear's coming out for you. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, on my live today, one of the things that I talked about... um, was you can't control when you're in a divorce situation, you cannot control what goes on at the other parent's house. You can a little bit. You can a little bit. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like stuff like this, mm-hmm. like if that woman was to go to the stepmother and be like, listen up, how dare you talk to my kids this way? What good is it going to do? Yeah. True. It's just not going to, you're not going to be able to change that person. So... In that instance, because you can't change the person, um, and your chances are you're not going to be able to stop because, you know, from what I was told, like this has happened in the in the past, um, and so it's like obviously you're not going to be able to change them. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Mm-hmm. Um, I would clearly um, bring it up with the kids and acknowledge what is taking place. Um, I would, me personally, I would put a label on it so they kind of understand it. You know, uh-huh. for me, it'd be like, yeah, that's kind of like shame-based, um, communication. People trying to make you feel bad for, you know, oh, certain things. Oh, that thing. is so good. And just put a nice label on it so they get to understand it. And then they understand that that's mm-hmm. not the way, um, we parent, that's not the way we operate. So just know when somebody does this to you. That, that don't take it personally, don't let it don't let it get to you and just really communicate the yeah. entire thing. Yeah. That is really good. I like putting the label on it where it, that kind of behavior is shame based. Uh-huh. Like that is so good. I didn't even think of that. Right. Um my thought on my um on my Insta story was, you know, you talk to the kids and be like, this isn't acceptable. This is not how you speak to people. Mm-hmm. So just because this person spoke to you in this manner. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can. Yeah, and all this comes from is 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 um, being parenting in in the same fashion. You know, there's certain things that we adopt along the way, and they're negative, and we all have them. So, I'm not bringing some sort of condemnation on this person. Um, we all have them, but we're all responsible. Yeah. To wake up. Yeah. And this, you know, the someone who behaves is they just haven't woke up yet. Yeah. They're not really, there's not a powerful awareness in their life. They're not, their understanding is not too great. They don't, they don't know any better. Yeah. So. Um, and that, you know, that's so good because it, there's so many reasons that you may be parenting this way. Maybe because that's how you were parented. Maybe, you know, you really didn't have parents around. And so you're just like, okay, well, I'll try it this way and see if it works or whatever. But like, I like to look at you. Because it's like you didn't have the best role models for parents. Yeah, I had terrible role models. Yeah. And so, like, you didn't even have a good mother and father figure in your life until you were 16. Mm-hmm. 
But at that point, you know, you have 16 years. I had 16 years of dysfunction. Yeah. Yeah. And so now here you you come along, you're what, 25 when you had Jaden? Mm-hmm. You're 25 years old and you have to be a father now. Yeah. And so it's like, yes, you had all that dysfunction and you weren't, you know, like, you, I don't, I don't like, I don't know. You tell me about it. Like, so how you used to yeah. be as a father when Jay was younger versus how you are now. Yeah. So there's, um, and what was the change that took effect hmm. or took place? Yeah. I don't know when the exact change happened, but so when I was first parenting, this is the first five years, um, I felt that Jaden was a reflection of me. And so how she behaved was a reflection on my parenting. Um, so I um, I made her fall in line as far as what I wanted at all times. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. if she um, threw a fit in public, um, she would be, you know, taken out to the car and she would be spanked. Yeah. Um, and not, no, might spanking either. Um so I just uh, uh, adopted this philosophy of kind of beat it out of them. Yeah. And um, it it took kind of re-educating myself, um, getting more knowledge, more skills, more resources. Because here, here's here's the reality: I was parenting to to the best of my knowledge, skills, and resources at the yeah. time, uh, according to my belief system, my paradigm, what I thought. Um. So it took. Breaking that mentality, the belief system, and kind of re-educating, learning something different, um, which thankfully I learned, you know, while she was young. Otherwise, I don't think she would have had much connection with her father that much because yeah. it was pretty, pretty tough. Well, and, you know, going along with that, if you wouldn't have changed when she was that young, uh-huh. she would grow up and she would see you as... I can't disappoint him. I have to do exactly what he wants. Yeah. Oh, no. I made a mistake. I can't tell him. Don't let dad know. Yeah. It would be everything with you would be fear-based. Fear-based. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And she'd just be intimidated into Uh doing what you want. Yeah. And she would never become who she is. Exactly. So, like, I know you can't really find, like, an exact moment where this change took place. Well, I, I remember but, uh, working in a treatment center environment and they had multiple trainings to teach you how to work with children mm-hmm. because I was a child care provider. And each time they taught a training, it was in conflict to my belief systems. Yeah. So this is where the change began to happen. Cool. So just, yeah. you know, like you said, just educate yourself. Yeah, just open yourself up to new ideas, new parenting stuff. Um you know, and this is where I learned the the um, the different parenting styles. You know, aggressive, yeah. the the permissive, the the authoritative. You know, all these different styles, um, and actually seeing myself in the aggression category, and, and and understanding what I'm going to do to my child if I continue to be the dominant, um, rule keeping, submission type father. So when you were doing that, like, was it hard to acknowledge that that, that, that is how you were? Um, and was it hard to change? No, I think, I think it was, uh, just like eating humble pie. I just kind of like, that's me. And I seen myself, you know, in that. So, and I just 
Yeah. I just accepted it. That's good. That's what it was. Yeah. That's good. It's hard because I don't think you can picture me like that. I can't. Yeah. I, I don't see. think you can like, you're like, you, like, yeah. I don't think anybody can picture me like that. No. Just because of, you know, the, the paradigm shift and the change. Yeah. Yeah. For me, like, because I hear these stories and stuff of how you used to be and it's just like, huh? Like, I, I cannot even imagine because you made such a dramatic shift in everything. Mm-hmm. And I assume it wasn't just your parenting. It was probably overall yeah, who you are as mm-hmm. a person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everything shifted just over a period of time. But uh, I think it's making the choice of, of, of clearly seeing the different parenting styles out there and actually deciding what kind of parent you want to be. Yeah. We don't do that. No, we don't sit down and go, you know what? Um, These are kind of the different parenting styles. Um, This is how I want to be. Yeah. We don't do that. I didn't do that. No. I I did that a little bit. And I don't know what a point. I used to be a screamer. uh I used to just scream. I'd get mad and I'd scream. I can't even picture that. Yeah. Like. There are still times like. So, okay. So think. Did you throw stuff? (laughs) I don't think so. You break nothing. No, huh? <laughs> a lot of women when they say, you know, if they're a screamer, they're a breaker too. Oh, huh? start breaking stuff. No, no. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know at what point I shifted. I think it was probably right around the time you and I met. I had almost finished the shift, if you can call it finished. Uh-huh. Um, but. Every once in a while, I'll feel the urge just to scream because I'm so angry. Mm-hmm. But I have trained myself that when I get to that point, I either go clean the kitchen and scrub those counters mm-hmm. or I go take a bath. See, and I, I just get in the tub and I just have a bubble bath and I put on music and yeah. candles and calm myself down. So it's kind of like two ways. So the one like cleaning is like getting the aggression out. Yeah. Like, this, this stupid counter is going to yeah. get clean. And then the bubble bath one is more of a soothing, calm, calming. So yeah, there's two ways you can do with it. As, as a man, uh, you know, I recommend getting it out. Um, <laughs> you know, that way you're just not swallowing it and, and then yeah. things are growing later on. Um, but either one could be very helpful. Yeah. Yeah, and it just depends on your personality. Um, but it's just accepting that that this is who I am and you, I want to make a change. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to happen overnight. I'm sure once you started those, you know, those trainings, it didn't happen overnight. Yeah. Well, the it crazy happened thing over is, a period like, of time. So we're parenting in a certain way or fashion. And what often happens is we either become the same or we become the direct opposite. Yeah. So this is why, you know, if you have a very uh, aggressive parenting style, you either become the same or you become extremely lenient. Yeah. You know, you kind of flip-flop. And this is where the hippie generation came in, where they're like, you know, World War II, structure everything. And then the hippie, yeah. you know, all these uh, uh, structured discipline, you know, author- author- uh, aggressive parenting um, produces hippie laid back culture where it's like, <laughs> we'll just smoke weed together and everything's yeah. cool. Peace and love, you know? And that's, yeah. uh, uh, that was my father, yeah. you know, that's, uh, 
smoke dope together and smoke cig- I was smoking cigarettes at 12 years 12 years old with my parents. That should tell you how lenient yeah. hippie you know, the culture was. Exactly. Um, so I looked at both of these and I'm like, I don't want to become that. And I don't want to become that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So you have to find something in the middle. It's like, you have to have the discipline, but you have to have the structure, but you have to have leniency, but you have to nurturing, have this and you have to have that. And nurturing communication, yeah. you know, there's just a lot of, um, a lot of things. Yeah. Well, and you know, like with my older two kids, um, they're almost 19 and 21 and, with them, I wasn't this lenient, laid-back parent. Mm-hmm. So for most of their growing up years, it, it was the yelling. Um, it was the very hardcore Mormon mentality where you go to church. I don't care if you don't want to. I don't care if you're dying. You go to church. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for like, me to see you like that, too. <laughs> right? This um, Molly Mormon. Yeah, like. It was, I was very, very hardcore. Like Cody uh-huh. and you and I were talking last night about different phases I went through. Uh-huh. And um, like with them, it took a long time before they would actually talk to us. Obviously, there's still stuff they won't talk to us about because they're kids and that's completely normal. But the younger three kids, um, because m- more of their life, they have known me and you to be the parent that they can come to, the parent that they can talk to no matter what. It's like the stuff they come to and talk to us about is like, wow, Mm -hmm. that's what can happen. Yeah, but uh, on the flip side, so if you decide that you want to stick with the aggressive parenting, Mm -hmm. none of this is going to happen because, and it's just reality, dad's going to flip. Yeah. Mom is going to flip. You know what I mean? If I talk about sex, if I talk about drugs, if I talk about whatever mm-hmm. is going on in my life, they are going to flip. Yeah. So. Well, and one thing that I've really, really, really tried to do, especially with the older two kids, is if I know that they're doing something and I don't like it and I don't agree with it, I tell them one time, I don't like you doing this because of X, Y, and Z. And I drop it. Mm-hmm. I explain myself one time. And then I stop because I want them to know how I feel, but I don't want to be the kind of person who harps on them. So they're like, fine, I'm just not going to tell you anything. Right. So mm-hmm. I tell them my thoughts and my feelings and I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Hmm. But look at how much the kids come and talk to us about. Mm-hmm. Like it's shocking. I would never go to my parents yeah. for like 90% of what they well, say to me. I think one of the greatest things, like... If we want to, if we only want to focus on a couple things as a parent, don't use shame and don't try to control. I mean, two bottoms line. If if anybody asks me, what does it take to be a good parent? Don't use shame and don't try to control. Yeah. And then probably the third one would be, um, don't get your identity wrapped up in them. And that is like their success, not your failure. It has nothing to do with you they're their own person they're making their mm-hmm. choices it's not a reflection of you exactly things, so that is so good i don't even know what to say now <laughs> that was like mic drop pen that drop. was a pen but <laughs> pen drop <laughs> um yeah that is like super good so i guess we should just like end with that because i don't even know what else to say now i don't know that either, was good so. <sighs> it was uh, this was awesome it seemed like we haven't done this in a while Thank you. Yeah, it has been a couple weeks because last week um, 
we had Jennifer Hervitz on here. Uh, well, I had Jennifer Hervitz on here, mm-hmm. and it was just her and I. And well, thank you for having me on your podcast. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It. I'm so glad that I was able to have you as a guest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was great to be here. Thank you. Love you, babe. I love you. I just wanted to take a moment and thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have found any sort of value in these episodes, I would ask that you head over to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast. As always, I want to remind you to just do you.